We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So I think you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help, you can get a roadmap, you can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Value Add Podcast. Kenny, uh, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about uh, what we did this weekend on your 40th birthday? Ugh, 40. Man, I was chasing 40. Now I got to start chasing 50. Well, I uh, was going to, we're going to plan something and then... Um, of course, me looking to continue to grow our brand and keep pushing and keep bringing value to you guys. Um, we decided to hire brand builders and they came out Friday and Saturday. Um, Kristen, awesome. We spent basically probably over 16 hours with each other. So basically we're going to have more to share, but we focused on looking at ourselves and building our brand. And honestly, it was amazing. Yeah, so that's how Kenny likes to spend his birthday, working. Um, a lot of our friends weren't too thrilled about that. Sorry, guys. But um, anyways, we are having Billy Canoe on the podcast. He is with the Canoe Group, and he is just an all-around awesome entrepreneur, super smart guy with marketing, and has a pretty impressive background. Um, but he also has a lot of local San Diego businesses. So if you live here in San Diego and you haven't checked out some of his uh, the, the businesses that he's invested in, you definitely will want to listen to this episode and probably go do a few things um, that he's invested in. So Yeah, I would say um, we knew a Billy. We didn't meet him. And sometimes it's really fun. But um, as we say, I think we hit it off and I think we'll be friends with him and his husband. And his resume is honestly too long to even talk about here because the guy's done some amazing things. And one of the things I love about him is that he's a badass marketer. And so if you do own a retail location of anything or you're going to or you want to learn more about it, this guy knows how to take a retail location, bring clients in, run it and give you that whole experience. And that's why he's part of 45 different locations with different retail companies and crushing it. So, guys, stay tuned. Jump in. Let's get it started with Billy Canoe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Today, we have Billy Canoe with us, and he is with the Canoe Group. Um, he owns a ton or is like invested in tons of small businesses around here. Uh, Renegade. There's like Remedy Spa, um, Fox and Jane. Yeah. There's a handful of chiropractic, which yeah. we love. Um, just a handful of like really awesome small businesses. So thanks for coming in, Billy. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah I was like, we're... Um, I didn't meet you. I saw you at um, Nick put that renegade party on mm-hmm. mm. the holiday party. And I yeah. know Monty's like, you gotta meet him. And everybody's talking. And then the night went away. And, yeah. um, but I was there looking you up. I was like, man, how many businesses this guy into? I'm like, what's, what's the story oh here? God. There's gotta be something going on here. He's doing something right or something. So I'm glad you came on. This Thank show you. is called value add. So I'm like, you're adding value to these businesses in some way. Otherwise, you know, some people don't have a partner that many partners in business. I don't think unless you're about adding some type of value. Totally agree. My opinion. Yeah, no, you're totally right. <laughs> I mean, right. same with you guys though. I think it's, uh, you know, all the businesses are, what is it? Apartment units you guys have. We have yeah. apartments. We do. Yeah. I do commercial financing. Kenny does residential. Yeah. And then we have a podcast. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I think yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting for me. I just always, uh, was interested in learning about business. I had a, what is it like a lemonade stand when I was like 10 years old and nice. I did 
it with my friend and he was like, oh, um, I was like, there's no you know, customers here. We got to get customers. So I uh, took us to the city park and we tied boxes around our neck and the <laughs> runners would come around. And every day we'd go to that city park and basically sell lemonade or Gatorade or whatever. And I started, that's how I started making money. And then I, I think ever since then, I've just always been kind of entrepreneurial and wanting to help people kind of figure things out. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Are you kind of more interested in like the customer acquisition side of it? Like yeah. how you attract people to your product? I think that's what people need from me, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I think I like the side of building a compelling business model that gets people excited about their business or the business to use it. And so, for example, with like Renegade, when Jamie and I started working together, it was about building something that I kind of felt like I needed, which was something that built muscle. And so, uh, you know, I went to a lot of places that were very cardiovascular focused or uh and i was kind of like i want the superman workout i want that sort of thing and then jamie you know of course developed an amazing plan so yeah, yeah. he's so into it too oh my god he's so into it it's amazing kenny just <laughs> took one of his classes yeah. recently i was like you've got to take yeah. this guy's class like i don't even it was like yeah. such a right fit for him too it's like a red or no what is that monster truck yes. rally i'm like oh here we go yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. i know i know i know you might not feel like 70 percent, but you're gonna do 70 <laughs> damn it oh you do it's a better like, imitation yeah 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 and he's so. got his like laser thing oh yeah, yeah. Now he's walking pointer. by he's like hey get your heads up oh I yeah that's, i'm like whoa underneath me like yeah he's amazing if he takes out the laser that means he's sore from the gym and he just <laughs> so awesome. just so you guys know that's the secret <laughs> oh my gosh that's awesome that's hilarious. Oh, crap for that yeah. um how did you so what part of the business i mean you got all these businesses so what part of the business really are you adding value or, or what do you think you're just really good at yeah. So I got my start in, uh, I started, my first business was when I was 21. It was an e-commerce business, kind of like a Netflix. And, uh, I remember when I first started it, uh, I was like, all right, where are the customers? And, uh, my programmer at the time was like, uh, you have to go get them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And so, uh, I started uh, playing around and learning something called SEO search engine optimization. And, uh, I really just started kind of building it up and I got it to the first page for DVD rentals and all these uh-huh. Keywords. And so I was approached by a competitor and they were like, Hey, we'd like to buy you. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Cause I was like, you know, it just sounded fun to do. And, uh, so one of the conditions though, is I had to continue doing marketing for them, uh, which I, again, didn't know I was a marketer, didn't know I understood those things. And so, uh, I started helping them with that and it just turned into me working with Warner brothers and Paramount and Oakley and Ray-Ban. Uh, I ended up, uh, helping launch Spotify in the UK and in the U S and just did all this crazy stuff. And so I started kind of thinking, oh man, all this stuff I'm doing for big, big companies, uh, what if I were to bring that into small business? So I started taking on some small clients and honestly, people were just like, oh, I'm really struggling here. I'm really struggling there. And then I just turned it into full on investment. So where I basically just started helping people bring in clients and kind of grow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you didn't, did you go to school or is it self-taught? No, it's all self-taught. And, uh, and I always think about that. I always like, oh man, I really wish I would have gone to school, honestly. But, uh, you know, now I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm good. Could they really <laughs> teach that though? Like back when you started, because wasn't it, you kind of pioneered it really along yeah. with other, like anybody else who's good at it, pioneered it really. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly, it's funny that we just had this conversation, my husband, Shannon and I, uh, about how I think I learned my master's degree of like SEO marketing, everything through mistakes and, um, and just really kind of hacking, you know, what needed to be done, kind of like that Jarvis guy that you guys had on. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of feel like uh, it really helped me and kind of, I don't know, it's something I really do feel like school probably wouldn't have taught me. Yeah. 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 So you went to high school and then just like 
entrepreneur just started a business. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was, just, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I worked in banks. Uh, you know, I just, I just had a very uh, business mind from the get. Like, uh, like I was saying that lemonade story. I mean, I sold candy bars in high school and pretended it was for my choir and, uh, and ended up making like probably 40 or 50 bucks a day from that. Yeah, I uh, got a job at a bank and I, I quickly moved up the ranks and worked for the Small Business Administration. You know, just like I, so I learned, I've just always been entrepreneurial. And so, um, so yeah, so I think that just kind of came with it. Have you, how long have you been in San Diego for? I've been in San Diego. Uh, so I, I spent about two uh, years, maybe three years in the UK, uh, launching Spotify. And then I just used to travel a lot for work. So, but I've been here for about 13 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where are you originally from? Uh, Colorado, Denver. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. you're selling lemonade in Colorado then? Oh, it was so cold. No, <laughs> I know, I was say, it was the summer. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, to say my income and my business went down at like December. Yeah, January. you're going to make all my money and then I get it like, yeah. Oh my gosh. You got some like hot chocolate over. or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have done that. Yeah. See? Err. <laughs> well, you might want to go back. Well, hey, if the canoe group thing doesn't work out, now you yeah. 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 I, you, just, you guys see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything went terribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so uh, these companies that you're doing the stuff for, but you're also an investor too. Yeah. So the way it's set up is, um, like for, for example, it started with Fox and Jane, uh, my business partner, Lauren Cairns, uh, her and I knew each other through mutual friends. Uh, we got together and she was like, Oh my, uh, I've always had this dream of opening a salon, but if I don't do that, I'm just going to stay editorial. And I just thought, Oh, maybe this is the sort of the first thing I can do. So I said, I'll put up the money for you. And you know, was, and, and if you want to do it and we'll figure it out. And so we launched that in 2011 and uh, that now has I think 10 locations and I think we do about uh, 13 million dollars a year from that which is amazing and then uh, after that I kind of just realized oh this this is sort of the direction I need to be heading where I basically help people get their start uh, kind of guide them and what needs I mean Lauren needed no guiding let's be honest but it was uh, but you know now I've kind of now helped people and coaching them and then I also provide some money and then I do the marketing and all that sort of stuff and get them launched off. Yeah. So is your primary focus in marketing SEO then? Um, I would say now it's moved into like systems and, and really kind of, you know, like I've, on the, my last few projects, uh, I've taken on businesses that were a little struggling. So for example, chiropractic, um, which we're all open about, so there's nothing weird there, but, uh, where I've come in, um, you know, there was just some system issues and then I kind of helped them figure out those issues, got them set on the right track. And then they started exploding from there. Well, yeah. I think the hard part is, is like as an entrepreneur, we're probably really good at that thing that we're doing. Like you're, they're yeah. probably like really good chiropractors, totally. but then there's marketing and bookkeeping and like yeah. employees yeah. and payroll and all these things that you're like, Oh, this is what it means. I'm a business owner. I'm not really just a chiropractor yeah. anymore. So yeah. you're not going to be good at all of those things. Hopefully you just have the capability to hire people who are really good at it or yeah. invest with people who are really good at it. I think in life we're made to be, uh, there, a partnership is such an important thing. I mean, you two are, seem to be great partners, my husband and I, and then my business partnerships, it's, it's really where I thrive. I thrive in one-on-one -on -one sort of communication. And so, uh, that's really just helped me, you know, and I, and I think that's really helpful help them. So it's, I think it's, you know, people where they're really struggling being a great chiropractor, being a great, um, esthetician, you know, you know, which is skin habit and, uh, and, you know, turning that into something bigger. Yeah. Well, I think it, I agree with you though, because when I, so I kind of started when I was 19 mm -hmm. doing loans and it was just me. And I remember I used to talk to people and be like, I feel kind of lonely. Mm -hmm. Like I need a partner to run things by somebody that I can kind of like 
we can kind of like strategize together, like somebody kind of be passionate about in the business because you want to be creative with somebody. You can't do that really alone. And I I think you are better with partnerships. And definitely we were just talking about this in the last episode or the last podcast that we did is that with social media and the internet, everything's become so much more collaborative. Mm. So it's not as much of like a competitor or everything needs to be all mine. Therefore Mm. I'm not wanting to share with you. You're like, I have talents that I bring to the table. You have talents. You need to focus on those so we can grow this thing bigger than you ever thought. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, uh, I really feel like, uh, I have one piece of the pie and that's getting people, you know, set up and bringing them clients. It's a, it's a great thing to be able to bring people clients. It's a bad thing when you have nothing to bring them to. So, you know, it really kind of comes in handy. And I, and I think that, uh, now that's like family, it's actually hard for me to have regular friendships because I'm just, I'm so like, I'm like, if you're not my family, I mean, how am I even going to hang out with you? It's just, it's very intense. Yeah. yeah. Well also too, like, you get a lot out of those relationships. Like you give and you get back yeah. and you have something in common. Like it's like a baby. Like oh you God. have yeah, all we're these literally babies. Family. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. you're kind of helping to evolve and grow. Yeah. We have a, a, a project, uh, called yoga box and I started it with a, um, she was a member at renegade, uh, uh was a manager at a, a local yoga studio and she had, had this idea. I always kind of had an idea for yoga came together. It was whatever, but I mean, that was in January we met and then, uh, February we signed our first lease opened up in March and now we have two locations and it's like, it's basically been a year since we probably had that first conversation. And I will tell you, we are like deep family now. She's living in um, one of my uh, houses as a renter, you know, like all that sort of stuff. I'm, I don't know how I'm supposed to say yeah. that, but, you know, but it was just, it's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was, you know, it's just a really amazing, uh, uh, now it's like, you know, I'm like, oh my God, she's like literally my family. And that was in one year. I mean, it's right. crazy. So it's yeah. a relationship. It's not yeah. just business. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, they become yeah. like family. I, I think it's so important. I mean, I just have to get along with everybody I work with. I mean, well, yeah. and how could you not? Cause oh it is God. such like business is such an intimate personal yeah. thing. I mean, it really is. I I mean, yeah. that's your livelihood. That's yeah. how you, you know, provide for your family. Yeah. It's how you do the things that you love to do. Yeah. It's like, it's and very shit personal. can go wrong and shit can go yeah. good. And you better, you got to be able to deal with you it. You have to be able to ride that roller coaster together. Yeah. 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 And support each other through that. So I think, and I think that's also it. It's a, it's never that easy. You know what I mean? It's, I'm not going to pretend that, um, my story was something where, and I'm sure and I actually remember listening to your guys' podcast where you even said that it, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of bumps you, you know, uh, there's a lot of hurt feelings sometimes, you know, and it's just, and so it's like, how do you sort of thrive and grow from that? Yeah. How yeah. do you though? Like yeah. just how do you deal with that? Girl, I don't know. I just try to, I just try to enjoy, you know, I, it's really funny. I had this, um, this guy, uh, um, you know, that he, he like knew somebody that I knew and I, and I had to let them go from a project or whatever. And he made like a big fuss out of it. And I was just like, look, I'm just not going to make everybody happy. And I, and I, and I, you know, and that's, and that's my goal is to make a, a lot of people happy and I'm not going to make everybody happy. It's and impossible. I just, I just took that on and, and it's really made my life a lot easier because I'm not for everybody. You know what I mean? And right. it's, and it's, and, and I'm not okay. gonna, yeah, and not everybody's for me. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's just, and I don't know. Uh, we just try to wake up every day with a smile on our faces and just enjoy what we do. Yeah. How do you, I mean, cause you guys, you have a lot of things going and I, I think, um, all of us, you know, yeah. we all know people that's starting a business or trying to start a business. Um, and there's so many things you have to do too, which is overwhelming. I mean, yeah. just, just finding a spot in San Diego is yeah. tough to find a lease and you mm. got to negotiate the lease yeah. and then you're locked into this lease. And if it doesn't work, then it's like, you could be personally in liability. Yeah. That's the side that we know. So a lot of people are like, that's crazy. But why do you think you like your groups and you guys, like, I know renegades just like, I go in there, you get your butt kicked. It's great. 
But, you know, we were talking about with um, Jamie and Nick, it's like summer having success, some are not. Yeah. And I think some people might just be like, they're great instructors, but they can't run a business. Why do you think mm. you guys are having all this success with all your business? Uh, I think it's, uh, I try to build a business based on, um, feeling and, uh, and kind of like what the value add is for everyone. So for example, with renegade, it's that you're going to get, uh, I, everyone always says, Oh, I wish I could work out like a, you know, blank athlete, a uh, movie star, whoever. So, you know, when we developed uh, renegade, that was the intention. And so when you go in there, you are literally getting one of the best workouts you can and it's built for an athlete. And so, and literally, uh, so much so that. Nick Hardwick is like, yeah, this is great. I want to be part of this. You know, Philip Rivers comes in is like, yeah, I want to be, you know, it's like, so there's just a, that level, uh, same thing with yoga. I mean, it was, uh, with yoga box. I remember I, I'd be in yoga and I'd kind of be like, oh man, I wish there was like a sound system in here. Oh man. I wish there was like, you know, something like a feeling in here. It was just kind of a little bit, uh, boring. And so I created that feeling with Amanda, um, skin habit. I always, lo I love facials. I love, you know, all that, but they're so expensive. You know, it's like every time I would go get a facial, it'd be like 200 bucks, but I, I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm as about as, uh, basic as you can get, but I always put my cream on every night, get around the eyes, do the whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just saying, just saying, just saying, <laughs> I know who wears the cream in this house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, it's, uh, but you know, it's, it's so, uh, when we created skin habit, it, it was with that in mind, you know, so it's just, it's always just trying to, um, you know, really appeal and, and create that feeling. And, and honestly, I, I, it's my first piece of advice for anybody is like, what are you actually answering? It's okay to open up another yoga studio. It's okay to open up another gym, but what are you going to do within that to create the feeling of something different? Yeah. yeah. I will say I went to <laughs> like the websites for each of the businesses that you're involved in. And there's also like a feeling there. Yeah. So like skin habits website is so cool. Yeah. And like, I'm like, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got like some fun personality and it's no. kind of like funky and fun. I don't know. There's something about it that is like really unique and different. So no. it's, I think you guys have done an awesome job thank or you. you've done an awesome job in all of your businesses, like creating that feeling. Like yeah. you go there and you're like, this is a place I need to try out. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I really try to base it off of the intention of my partner. And so, so, um, you know, like with, uh, uh, skin habit, you know, my partner's uh, super fun, but she has a medical side to her. So I try to really bring that together. And then, you know, her business originally was called aesthetic Sova, which was hard to say. And, you know, she would say the name and it would be hard for people to write down. Like, what? Yeah. There you are. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. what, what do you call me? And, um, <laughs> and so, uh, and so then we, uh, you know, got to skin habit and, you know, it just kind of worked out. So again, I, I think that from start to finish, it's making something that just feels different than the rest of the marketplace. And I think a lot of people get a little bit lazy with that and uh, where they think, oh, as long as I put up a website and as long as I have a logo and as long as I have what, what I really try to think is like from start to finish, how is somebody going to have this feeling? Yeah. It's, it's, you're, you're really much about the experience. That's what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like when you, when you go on the website to yeah. when you finish a workout or finish your skin yeah. therapy. And I think or, that shows though, because I was looking also at reviews. I always yeah. look and you guys have tons of good reviews mm -hmm. across all of your businesses, which is so important. Um, yeah. And so it just goes to show that like people are feeling that experience yeah. that you want to yeah. bring them. I love a bad review. I, I, I honestly, I'm probably one of the only people that will say that, but I love hearing what I need to work on. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and I will tell you, I will pivot so quickly 
quick if I get more than one piece of feedback on something. You know, if if, uh, if I get the idea that this is actually an issue for us, I will pivot so fast you won't even believe it. So it's it's really interesting uh, what negative uh, reviews do for me. I mean, I take no offense. I take constructive criticism like no other. Yeah. I, don't tell Shannon that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, great. I have a list for you. Yeah. He's like, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> No, so we have um, we have vacation rentals, yeah, in La Jolla Shores, and um, Rose actually runs them, and we just have another management company, but we just thought we can do it better because mm-hmm. that's a thing where it is really about reviews yeah. because when you go on to go here, Palm Springs, wherever you're going to go, you're going to look at a house and look at reviews, and that's a lot of people. That's how you base if you're going to stay there, and so. I always look at reviews, like you said, is sometimes it is frustrating. Rose will get all, ah, this is crazy. I said, look, but we're, they're teaching mm. us. I don't say there, mm-hmm. I don't learn if something's broken or this, it's like they write a review. It's maybe five stars or why they put this. It's like, sometimes they tell us, but I love it because then that means that person just told me something that's bothering them. Now it won't bother anybody because I can fix it. Yeah. So we're pretty quick to like fix things, I think, when you can in a business like that. Yeah. I think it's also going above and beyond and, and kind of realizing that you want above and beyond response. So you want somebody to go in and be like, oh my God, they really gave me the attention. They really, they left me. Uh, I used to have an Airbnb myself and um, I used to uh, uh, get some uh, popcorn that was for locals, uh, local beer from Coronado Brewing, you know, all that. And I'd put it in the place and they'd go, oh my God, I've never stayed at a place that had all this stuff ready for me as a gift. And I would Boom, you know, a five star review. You know, it was just like it was that easy. Even if yeah. there were a couple little things off here or there, it's like immediately no. okay. Just with if that you read those gesture. reviews, it was like the popcorn was. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Well, I was saying that to Kenny because I went to Europe with a girlfriend and we stayed in Airbnbs and I was like, geez, everybody in Europe they do that. They yeah. leave you like a bottle of wine yeah. with some like little champs, yeah. yeah, something like and a little snack yeah. or something. And a lot of times the host will meet you there. Like yeah. we went to coffee with some of the people oh and stuff. It was. Wild. I don't do all that. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, they're so personable, but the gift, I mean, for yeah. me, I could skip the coffee cause I'm like, we're tired yeah. or whatever. But like the little gift is such a huge thing. You're like, oh, I agree. that was nice. Yeah. And it's not that expensive. It's just totally a little agree. gesture. Yeah. I love that. Very stuff. smart. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of, we don't, cause we don't really get to, I haven't really got to talk to too many people like on the podcast that have the small business and I'm intrigued because, um, there, I listened to like a, um, I'm drawing a blank. Who did I listen to? Grant Cardone's marketing guy, Monsi. Frank Kern. Frank Kern. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know who Frank yeah. Kern is? Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people I know, you know, they have a small local business and they're struggling mm-hmm. and a lot of it's customers. Yeah. <laughs> they just can't get customers. Yeah. So he's working on all these, you know, the geo, geo tracking and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So with the stuff you're working on, are you guys, are you in charge of like all the marketing then social yeah. SEO? Are you like, can you kind of tell us a little bit of what you're doing and how you're doing it? Or you yeah. have to get like, Oh yeah. Maybe like, there's some secret private like, stuff. Here's my secret. <laughs> no, um, uh, Shannon actually takes care of all the social and he does, uh, on like all of my projects and, uh, which is amazing. And, uh, and then I do all the online marketing website. And then I honestly, you know, it's really funny because I always kind of think, you know, 
people will come to me and they'll be like, oh, my salon's called Grandma's Salon. And, you know, I want to be just like Fox and Jane. And I'm like, well, the first problem is that your salon's called Grandma's Salon. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then they'll go, um, yeah, I tried geofencing, you know, blah, blah. I tried all these things, but nothing's working. And I, I'm like, well, you need to change your name probably, blah, blah. And they'll go, no, I can't because, and boom, there you go. It's like, you know, yeah. they'll be like, uh, because it was named after my grandma and I have to keep it. And so it's just really interesting how just one little thing like that could be the difference of whether or not you make it in a business. Branding. Branding. And yeah. then I think that, uh, you know, the next step is <clears throat> bringing customers. Is your thing compelling? You know, like uh, a lot of times uh, there was a big moment in salons where you could get away with really charging a lot for hair. So there used to be salons where you could, and I mean, you, you, there probably still exists, but it was uh, like $500 for a cut and color, yeah. or whatever, all this crazy stuff. And, you know, we just really realized that how do we become the everyday, you know, salon that is more accessible to people, all that same thing with our gym memberships. And, um, and so we figured out a pricing that was compelling, but still would bring us profit and allow us to grow and all that. So I just think there's a, there's a million little factors that go into play and you'd be surprised at how many of them do get customers. You know, um, I'll tell you chiropractic was a great example of that. Chiropractic was bringing customers just fine, you know, it, but the issue was, um, retention and their pricing structure. And, you know, there's a lot of other, sort of avenues. And so I had to go in and really figure that stuff out, you know? So I think it just depends. And that's what's hard. I think with somebody like chiropractic, if you already have an existing business and you have a lot of customers, the person who's running the business is not going to be able to put everything on pause and comb through their strategies and go, okay, now we need to re you know, figure this and redo our menu and our mm. pricing and all this stuff. It's really just time and or expertise well. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're just so busy mm-hmm. doing chiropractic and paying the bills and looking at the books and dealing with employees. It's like, where is the time to look at that stuff? Yeah. It's that teaching uh, people. What I try to do is uh, teach people to work on the business instead of in the business. I'm sure we've all heard that before. Yeah. You know, um, and and in getting them excited, uh, there's a quote and I'm going to butcher it. So I'm just going to give you the sort of whatever to it, but it's uh, uh, instead of, you know, teaching people how to build or instead of forcing people to build the bow or to cut the wood or to whatever, get them excited about being on the open sea. And so that's what, I really try to do. I try to get people excited about, and this is even my team members, everybody that works with us, you know, it's like they get coaching to work on their career and how to expand there. Uh, we do exceptional things for exceptional people. So that means that like, if somebody wants to have their own business one day, if somebody wants to expand on their own thing, we want to be there to support them. Or if even you're working at the front desk at Renegade, what is that going to turn into for you? You know, can I give you the skill set or the knowledge base that you could become the manager at another location or, you know, grow from us? Yeah. Very cool. No, no, I know because small. I mean, it's because you're you're because all your businesses that you're a part of here are all brick and mortar. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, uh, twenty five uh, brick and mortars. I'm closing a deal right now for a uh, blow dry uh, bar. It's funny that you were talking about that. Uh, that's uh, 13 locations that I'm going to be closing any day now type of thing. And then more gyms, all that. So I, I by the end of uh, hopefully January, I'll be at 45. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy that you're in charge of that. And I'm in charge of, you know, growing, you know, all that sort of, yeah, it's pretty wow. crazy. I mean, all my business partners are really active in the management side, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, but strategically, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And so, I feel like those businesses, the businesses that you are involved in are kind of like management intensive too. Yeah. So like 
you know, hairstylists yeah. and estheticians. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. You know what I always tell people that. and, uh, and we have it as a big ethos for the salons and I've been kind of putting it into other projects, but we want to be the Harvard of whatever we're in. So we want to be the best of the best of whatever we're in. So what our constant conversation is how can we be the best version of that? Now, look, you know, when we're first starting off, I never start off a, a business putting in a ton of money just to, you know, waste on a concept. But like what we will say is, you know, like how can we make this a great experience and a Harvard level feeling. And so for the salons, you have to have a minimum of five years experience to be even be in the salon. You have to go through an intensive program with us uh, before you even get on the floor. You know, uh, Skin Habit, we have an intensive program. Renegade, we have an intensive program. You know, every sort of thing that we do has an intensive education uh, part of it that makes it the best of the best. So we always try to be like the Harvard version of our business model. I think I noticed that too, actually at Renegade, because wasn't Maddie, he was like working at the front desk and mm-hmm. now he's a trainer. Now he's like one of the best trainers. He yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. So I, I saw that like mm-hmm. working out there, yeah. him working at the front desk yeah. and then like, like slowly starting to work in. Yeah. Let's go. Classes. Get out. Yeah. And he's really good. And by the way, yeah. you know, that's him navigating his career path. You know, I mean, if he decided that that's all he wants to do is be in the front and go to school and whatever else. And I, I, I think that's exciting. I think it's, I think there's a, it's, that's a great platform to bounce off of but if you're the guy that wants to be a trainer one day have your own location whatever else take that trajectory yeah no i think um it's so you basically it sounds like you kind of have like a template set up that you kind of like i mean there's different businesses but you have a template a system that you can plug and play in these in these businesses in some way or i i should do that no um <laughs> now that you say that no i call jarvis <laughs> yeah. how do i do it um you know i think it's hard to say I, I think a lot of businesses have the same issue you know like they uh you know every business needs a customer every business needs good branding all that so i think that's pretty templated i think that um you know you'd be uh, surprised at what works for i used to actually do a lot of marketing for multifamily um uh stuff so uh um a you company know, yeah uh it was uh dzap you guys ever heard of that uh-huh. no, dzap lease loves yeah and so i was like their uh sort of their outsourced head of um you know online so i worked with uh wasatch carmel um you know all okay. these big okay. property yep. groups yeah 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 so anyway so uh and you know what they needed in each territory was so different uh um to get rankings you know so this you know what gets you rankings or gets you clients or whatever uh in different uh, industries same thing um regulations you know the regulations i'm an i'm, I'm actually an mso i'm not uh considered a i'm the owner of an mso excuse me which is a medical service operator which allows me to have a medical practice but not make medical decisions, you know, all that. Uh, so it's like a management company, right? So there's, there's just a lot of different regulations. I'm just excited about the process of learning all of those things. And I think that I'm just uh, calm enough to be able to handle the stress involved with all of those steps. Yeah. I don't know where your, I was going your personality, that. like just, you can, it may, you can make it all work. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think that it's just, you know, I think every uh, the devil's in the details and just kind of figuring all that out and holding people accountable. Accountability is like a huge thing. Consistency mm-hmm. is a huge thing. We have a big thing in our relationship about being super consistent and accountable with each other. And that's really spurred from what we've done with our businesses. Would you say that you're a detail oriented person? You know what's so funny? I, we've been really going through this lately where I didn't know that I was 
I think I'm a mess, you know, like I'm like, oh, I'm crazy. Yeah. And then, but, you know, but then I'm also the guy that wakes up without an alarm clock. You know, I'm also the guy who uh, will make sure that all of my emails are done. I'll also, you know, I, I'm the guy, I remember I worked in a co-share office once uh, and I'd look around and everybody was on Facebook or Pottery Barn or whatever. And I was the only one that literally sat down and just did my work for, you know, five hours straight. And then I was done. You know, it's just, I just, I just had it always. So I guess I am, you know, that's a long way to say that, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same that I can yeah. sit at my desk forever and work. Yeah. Like yeah. Kenny will need to get up and pace around. I'm like, I will stay here until yeah. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I think, it. I think, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to be, you know, focused. I think focused. that's my, I think that's my big piece of advice. Take that away with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, we, I mean, we really, until last year, we never really did any marketing. Yeah. None. Yeah. So she's been doing commercial loans for since she's 19. I always say that because it's so young. And she just kind of was really successful all the time. So she's like, why don't you do marketing? Yeah. And well, then, just referral based. No, I know, yeah. but then I was always scared so, to spend money in marketing. I felt yeah. like I was going to oh, lose it. I mean, it. everybody loses it. I yeah. mean, honestly, you have to really, it's trial and error. It takes a lot of money to, uh, the, and the mistakes involved with it to get where you need to be. I mean, it's, I mean, I always tell people, it, you know, marketing is an expensive avenue. It is. And, uh, you know, I think my business partners are really lucky and sometimes spoiled because, you know, like Renegade, I think we had uh, 500 hundred account creations, you know, 250, you know, free trials created, you know, like, you know, when you start really sort of breaking that down, that's a lot of clients and that's in one month, you know, so it's like uh, yoga box. I mean, you know, to have two locations in a couple of months is insane or, you know, within six months is insane. So it's just, it's like, uh, you know, I think that it's a very dangerous uh, place to be because if you don't know how to run, you know, AdWords budgets, know how to do SEO, know um, Facebook, all that, you can you lose money instantly. Yeah. 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 Sorry, do you have a team then that helps you with all the marketing? Oh my God, you wish. No, um, uh, <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. Sorry. Yeah. No, uh, I know I, I do a lot of it on my own right now. Wow. Um, I have a team of about thirty people in Canoe Group that do a lot of different stuff for me. So I have like an HR person. I have uh, my accountant. Um, I have my uh, business partner uh, uh, Michael who runs a lot of the sort of operational type stuff. Uh, and then we do have uh, a few people on the marketing side, but it's not a huge team. It's like uh, maybe two other people. Yeah. So your focus is really that the marketing I think it, my focus is I, I want to say I, it sounds funny but like it's almost everything you know okay. it's like every day I spend a little bit it's whatever the fire is because you're that the point. CEO right yeah yeah I mean it's just like so it's yeah. like you know I will that morning it might be the fact that memberships are down the next morning might be that uh, we had a bad review and you know the next morning might be that you know uh, we, we need more leads here so it's just it's just always a ever-changing type thing yeah. so you kind of like put out the fires or help put out the fires yeah I definitely yeah. Uh, put out fires yeah 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 it sounds like most people that own a yeah. business. You're hey, like, that's this life. That's you know? what you end up doing. <laughs> but it's good. I mean, it's funny too because when there's big problems, everybody wants to talk to you. Yeah. They don't want to talk to the person yeah. that's working. No, I've I've been really yeah. lucky to have great business partners who take on like you know we had a uh, a repeated flood from rain in our Point Loma location, and Jamie yeah. was just so great about handling all that. I literally felt like I didn't even have to deal with anything. That's yeah, awesome. it's just and it's unbelievable. So I have to tell you, my my business partners take a huge brunt of the of the of the herd on that lauren my business partner with fox and jane it is literally she is like you know queen b i mean she runs the whole thing you know i'm just there for moral support uh you know i do the all i really focus on the marketing for that um you know i'm i'm taking up this new uh blow dry project with her uh you know but like otherwise i mean you know they're very capable it's pretty crazy i think they need a uh and i wouldn't say lauren's this but a lot of people
people need coaching really up front. And then afterwards they're great. They're, they're like awesome. Yeah. Do you think a lot of small businesses, um, if they're not making it, it's they're because I think a lot of people too with the marketing and that's what with us is when we started getting into it, the thing with Crystal is, is she hears all the horror stories. She's no. like, we got to start putting money out, how to know it's going to work. No. We already have something that's working. And then, you know, she wants to put her money in a real estate that pays you every no. month, which we know really, really well. No. So, but I think a lot of small business we see and, um, you know, I've been able to meet people like Gary Vee and stuff like that and sit in a room. And that's what he says. You know, a lot of people just go and they hire this firm. They no. just blow all the money and they go, it doesn't work. No. And then they're out of the money. A they lot of those firms are really expensive. That's what I was saying. It's like, how do you, if you're a small business from your perspective, how do you like navigate if you're not a marketer, if you're like, I'm a chiropractor, but I, I have clients, but I need, I would like more clients. How do you know where to go? I mean, you have to be, I mean, look, it's all out there. It's not like I, you know, somehow created, you know, but it's, it's literally, it's out there. You know, it's just like, there's uh, tutorials for Google AdWords. that will explain everything to you. Now the issue is what's your 10,000 hours in is your 10,000 hours in making the mistakes and learning from um, how to spend your budget, what keywords you need to go after, what gives you the best return on an investment, you know, Facebook, you know, uh, what's the best Facebook ad, what the best uh, demographic is. And again, so the issue issue is that that's not uh, what works for mortgages or what works for whatever will not be the same thing that works for gyms. So you cannot, like when I see these things out there where they go, oh yeah, just follow our system and you'll get clients. That's just not real. You know, it's, yeah. it's not a real, th- it's trial and error. Now the trial and error is very expensive. And so I just took my opportunity to, uh, I call it, um, I'm really well known in my industry for something called micro uh, conversion. So what I do is I, I will try to learn from my mistakes very, very quickly and, and, and capitalize on that and sort of grow from it. And so, I mean, that would be, you know, my best piece of advice. It's trial and error, really. Or you get with a business partner who knows what they're doing. I was just going to say, I mean, there is, (laughs) there is some, there is some amount of money that kind of has to be lost, so to speak, mm-hmm. in order to kind of figure out your path. Well, I was listening to your guys' podcast about how you bought the house and you sold it for 1.5 or whatever that story yeah. is. And you were able to buy an apartment building with that. And, you know, that is a take money to make money situation. You know, I don't know how long you had that house for before you flipped it. Uh, how long did you two guys years. Two years. That was, that was a two year game. You know, that's, yeah. that's crazy. I mean, if you think about it, like, you know, everyone's trying to act like it's get rich quick. That took you guys two years to flip it and turn it into what you're able to turn it into. And a lot of hard work. And a lot of hard work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I just think that, you know, it's, I think that, um, my business partners are lucky to have learned uh, or to get the benefit of me making mistakes for I'm 37 now. So my first business, 21, 16 years of, you know, trial and error. 100%. Yeah. But like, you know, but uh, I, I, I feel bad for people that I have friends who start businesses and I'm like, I wonder if they're going to reach out to me, you know, cause I'm just literally like, I'm here for you. I mean, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, we tried Facebook ads too, for yeah. example, and I, that's not the right thing for my business. Yeah. And we spent, I mean, not too much, but we spent thousands of dollars to not get one lead. And before I was like, okay, because sometimes I I get in this position where I'm like, is it not working because I'm not doing it right? Mm. Or is it not working because it's truly not the right thing? Yeah. I mean, uh, I will tell you there are like, I don't do Facebook ads for the salons because that's cheesy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't get my, you know, it's like, it's like, so it's, you know, you just have to kind of look at it like that. It's like, what, where are you going to get your customer from? What are you, what's your customer going to be attracted to? And I just think that that's, I, I think that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like we found um, where we get a lot of cousins, like just clients or people in our business that just from attention is like from this or just telling our story or all yeah. the stuff we've done in real estate. People are like, oh, shit, you've done all that. Like, 
why don't we work together or something yeah. that that's to return more of a gain just by our experience. Like yeah. you saying done this 16 years, here's my track record. They're like, you can just kind of sell yourself on that. Like yeah. I want to work with you. That's, yeah. that's a track record for you. You might not even have to say anything else, but when you're marketing yeah. for another business, uh, this, I want you to buy this. It's you know, a different story. You got to try. Yeah. You got to, yeah. See, you got to test and try. You got to test and try. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would say that on that note, it's it's really interesting because like I now have people who come to me. I get I mean what uh, I probably get a message a day on Instagram of people in some sort of situation or somebody who has a startup idea or whatever. And you know, a lot of them are t-shirt businesses, which I you know, we're not really into that. But um, but you know, it's we get people who have really compelling stories. And I take a lot of meetings and a lot of calls, and it's it's you know it's tough because a lot of it is the business partner. Are they even open? to the change are they do they are they you know they're in rock bottom I and mean, some of these people are you know have four hundred thousand dollars in debt you know it's it's crazy what people are up to it's yeah. sort of wild to me though how emotionally invested people are in certain aspects of their business like it has to stay that way even yeah. if it's not working it's mm-hmm. just crazy because i'm thinking i would do anything for my business to yeah. be successful so yeah. if i have to change a name or change the colors mm-hmm. or change a system or a process or you we, know we, i'm we like do. let's That's do it us. we make, yeah. do we'll it. make quick changes too yeah. like if it's just we'll just quit pivot and go the other way yeah there's a there's a few uh interest i think you guys will find this interesting um the first thing i always notice is uh small businesses love being good bosses and what that means is that they will um employ someone at the expense of their profit or they'll employ someone at the expense of creating debt. I so I have a, a business partner who was, you know, uh, in, in very high debt uh, in order to keep uh, front desk staff that they didn't need. And, you know, and that was a really intense thing to have to say, hey, you have to actually let these people go because you're, you're literally going to shut down your business. And they thought I was going to come in there and be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to cover this payroll and we're going to figure this out. And instead, I was the guy that said, hey, actually, you have to let go of four or five people. And that's a very intense thing. And, and it's so often what I see is that they are. Uh, uh, they love being great um, employers. They love being a great, because that's what they put there. They go, okay, at least I'm not going to be a millionaire. At least I'm not going to do this. But what I will be is a really great boss. Yeah. And you know, and what's funny is, it, and, and that's the, the number one thing I always see as an issue for, for people. Yeah. I think it's also really hard to yeah. let people go. Like, yeah. That is not a fun They believed in you at one point and you yeah. know, they took a, you know, I, I think the other thing I always see, funny you say that, is um, uh, the the belief that like, you know, you are, do, they're doing you a favor, you know, and, yeah. And, and maybe for a long time they did. Maybe for a long time you did bounce a payroll or you did have whatever. And, you know, and now it's like you've outgrown them. And that's a really intense thing to, to be in. You say outgrown. Yeah. That's somebody always said that, hey, you're going to outgrow people. Like, no, really? I think they're really great. They're like, mm, you're going to outgrow them. No. And then you get to a point where you're like, I'm outgrowing them. And then no. you got to go like, man, the person I never thought I'd let go, they're – yeah. You gotta let you go. even see that with friendships. I mean, I mean, I don't know about you guys now that you have a kid. Um, yeah, but we, you know, we're very um, focused on our goals and we've been, we've been like that. I'd really tell you, I mean, as long as I've been doing this, I've really got focused probably in the last four years where I really just got it together and was like, okay, I'm going to really do this. And, um, and I just all of a sudden realized like, I didn't want to go out to the bars anymore. I didn't want to, we don't drink anymore. You know, we do. Wow, it's, it, for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, you know, these decisions of, uh, waking, I want to wake up at three 45, but, I'm like, Ugh. no, but, uh, but I wake up at six o'clock and I, you know, I'm really excited. You know, and it's just, it's just that sort of thing now where, and, and now it's funny because we're like, oh, we outgrew these people, but now we find the person that we used to think was boring or, you know, you know, kind of whatever now I want to hang out with them all the time yeah my little sister tells me all the time that I'm so boring I'm like one day you'll be just like me yeah you'll be right here (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly no I think it's it's I think it's 100% the same for us like I'm 
I mean, Crystal knows me. I'm, you know, it's like I used, I always get up earlier and earlier, but it's like, why? I'm like, because I want me time. I'm mm-hmm. selfish, but otherwise it's this. But I go at a certain speed. Yeah. And I'm, I have certain goals, and there's a lot of people like, "Hey, why, aren't you gonna? Why aren't you buying a house? You guys should buy a house." I'm like, "No, I've got to get to yeah. 100 units, and then I, you know, then it pays for this." It's like, and then they're good friends, and they know they're like, "Dude, you should just just buy the house." I mean, just yeah. buy a house. I'm like, "Dude, it's okay. Yeah, I'll just wait. Yeah. It's okay." Yeah, and and so I think you in business and life, you got to be around those people that mm-hmm. understand your goals that aren't they're pushing you to go hey i'm not gonna give a 345 but yeah. i love that you're getting up and yeah. screaming into and excited Instagram so i get jump yeah. out of bed too yeah. yeah also though like you said though those friends that wanted us to stay out late yeah. or go to the bars were like sorry because then that screws up my morning yeah like can't do that yeah i mean or, i'm so yeah. bad now they're like hey do you want to go to dinner <sighs> yeah what time seven it's nope. not gonna work they're like what five uh, wh- like, oh, dude, or seven. We, I'm like, seven. I'm already, I'm like, yeah. uh, folks, we're descending here in yeah. San Diego. Yeah. We're like, yeah. it's, I'm descending. Like, yeah, yeah it's we like, actually just had a situation like that. We, we about five, five thirty also. Yeah. And, um, and we had a friend that wanted to meet us for dinner, got there at six thirty. was running late by 30 minutes, whatever. By seven o'clock, we're like, uh, is this, what are we going to do? We started, we, <laughs> yeah. we, we went into full panic mode. We're like, uh, this is going to be an hour conversation. Uh, what if the waiter takes too long? You know, next, yeah. you know, and it's, it's very intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but most of our friends now have kind yeah. of conformed because we're like five, five thirty. Yeah. Like, does that work for you? Oh, I, I mean, I mean, who eats that late? I mean, yeah. just like, uh, don't they even tell you not to do that? Aren't yeah. They like, yeah. Aren't they yeah. like, you You're will die if you eat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to eat like two hours before you go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, done. I'm like, hey, but I'm available at uh, after my workout at breakfast at five thirty. Yeah, so like, this what? is really funny. Um, a lot of uh, my friends used to be, uh, you know, the going out late, all that sort of stuff, and I, I tell them I will be your best friend for breakfast and lunch. I mean, literally, if you want to meet up for breakfast and lunch, I got your back. But it's like any time after that, I'm not there. And it's yeah. and they love it now because now they always have that friend where if they wake up early, they can call me and I'll meet them up for a coffee or whatever. There else. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. cool. I mean, it's a, it's kind of like I think everybody goes to that change. But then you get into this. I'm, I'm 39, so yeah. I'm right there. And I think you just start figuring out who you are, who yeah. you want to be. And then you have your goals and you realize, OK, I get 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing this, this, and this, it's helping me. But if I do this and this, mm. there's, I'm not getting any benefit no. out of it. And then you look at friendships and you look at everything. You're like, if I'm not getting any benefit, unfortunately, you're a nice guy, yeah. girl, whatever. But I got to move on because I'm just not getting anything. And I know people don't like that, but that's just the reality. Yeah. I, I uh, Everyone always asks me, um, like, how do you do so much? And you're damn sure you guys get the same question. And uh, my whole thing is I'm just super precious with my time. And so I, I don't find it entertaining to surf the web all day. I don't find it entertaining to, you know, um, uh, go out for late night parties anymore. What I find really, you know, is, is, is helping somebody, coaching somebody. I take coaching calls all day long. You know what I mean? It's like with my teammates, you know, it's like, I, you know, I'm working all the time. So it's like, I just, I just find that to be the thing. And, and that value has propelled uh, my projects like tenfold. It's been really intense. Well, I yeah. think also too, and people do ask us that question is just like, too, we really like what we do. So I don't really I consider it. it work. Yes. That's why we do it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't really care if it's Saturday yeah. or Sunday or whatever. Like I don't put those like constraints Amen. on our time because we're doing what we love to do. Yeah. I mean, we were, we sold the manager company and we had all the stuff going on and life was crazy and we were doing, you know, 80, hundred hour weeks yeah. and we finally looked at each other. We were like, we, it was seven days a week. I just said, we can't have a family and keep mm-hmm. this up. Even, even today, our, um, the lady that cleans our house is like, she's like, 
you guys need somebody to live in here full time. It's just too crazy. Like nah. we're like, I'm like, I like where you're going, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. we're not. You we're know. not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's just yeah. because, you know, you get home. We want to spend time with Harlow and the kids. Yeah. That's the other thing is, it's like she knows, like no, because Kenny will start doing projects. Or, I mean, yeah. I can't sit still. So yeah. you gotta. It's all prioritizing. You know. Do you really find cool. that you? It's like a habit you've created too, because it's like yeah. it wasn't always this way. I used to be able to sit and veg and like watch movies or whatever. And once in a while, we still do, but it's really rare. Yeah. Um. Because now I feel a little like uneasy when we're not doing anything. Yeah. So it's like even if I'm getting ready in the morning, I'm like I should be listening to a podcast mm-hmm. or something where I'm gonna learn something. Yeah. Or if I'm driving, okay, I can squeeze in 10 minutes of like something valuable. And so it's like always we're thinking that. You know what I do is, I don't know if you guys do this, but on my podcast or my audibles, I put it at uh, twice the speed. And so I can take in the information faster so I can listen to more. Oh my God, I'm at two. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty so crazy. So we met a guy. The reason why we did that, we met a guy. I didn't know this is what you guys even sounded like because yeah. you guys were at two speed. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like chipmunks. Hey, I can see it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's your routine? No, I don't know. I can't even There's do a guy we met that does three. Oh, I can't do and that. And he yeah. he's read 2,000 books and he breaks them down in 15 minutes. He's here locally. I should no. have him on. Jarvis had him on his thing. And um, I was like, I went home like, Crystal, three. She says, wow. So ever since that, one and a half, two. Yeah. I'm between one and a half and one two, and depending half, two. on who's talking. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So you're a uh, one and a half. You, or I'm sorry. You're a one and a half. You're a two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, so actually, there's there's a speed thing I have to do when I'm listening to you guys. <laughs> if, if one of you goes on a rant, it's crazy. Well, he talks oh, the most, yeah, yeah, so that's... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Earlier today, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're I'll, I'll remember, and then I'll message you guys. I'll be like, you're the one and a half. You're the two. Yeah. I know. It's funny. I'm like, was like, you're the talker, and then somebody the other day... Oh, Melissa's like, no, 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 you're talking to her. I was like, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Somebody gave me back up on that, though. They exactly. were like, no, out of the two, you're the talker. Okay, yeah. well. Yeah. Um, what do you, uh, what is your biggest, I mean, you've been doing this now with all these companies. Like, what is your biggest piece of advice you can get somebody that has a small business that's might be starting up, uh, might be thinking about, like, getting into business, yeah. or might be just have a business that's might have been done well, now it's struggling, they're yeah. in debt, and they're like, what do, you know, I'm kind of like panicked now. What do I do? Yeah. My, my first thing is that it's a lot of hard work. And I think that, that we all, um, only talk about like the great sides of it. And I, and I've tried to get a little bit more real about that because I think sometimes people meet me and they're like, Oh, he's always so like happy or normal or what, you know, like what's, you know, he, this is great. I can do that. I can just go. And I also, sometimes I think I make it look too easy where people are like, Oh yeah, I went to your site and I saw that you have, you know, uh, you know, whatever amount of projects. Um, yeah, I'm going to be like that too. Like I had somebody that said that to me and I'm like, yeah, but that took a lot of trial and error. That took a lot of, you know, I just think that there's a lot of, um, uh, personal growth you have to go through. And unfortunately it's un, uh, what is it? It's on, um, you always, you'll just have to go through it. You have to go through the journey. There's no way to cut. There's no way There's to no cut. shortcut. There you go. There's, yeah. There is no shortcut, you guys. No, but it's, uh, and I think that, you know, some people are really lucky. And I think I've heard you say that before where, you know, instantly they're going to go out and they, they become Facebook it. and that's great. Yeah. And, um, but you know, you have to imagine all the growth he even had to do after that. And it's and all the mistakes and we, I know, uh, Senate hearings and all these things, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's like, uh, and making sure that people feel, uh, 
confident in you as a leader. You know, I remember one of my first um, uh, handbooks was uh, me drunk on the on the cover of it when I was like 21. Yeah. I thought that was so funny, but then I realized like what I was actually doing. It was, it was just so bizarre, and I can and now I look back on that guy and I'm just like, oh, what was this guy even thinking? And it's just so I think that's the first step, and then the second step is you just have to be willing to pivot and and learn what makes your business successful. You know, um, I think a lot of people will say, oh, I'm going to do this and this is where I'm going to stand. This is my light. And then I'm like, well, you need to pivot like this is not working for you. And I've looked at a lot of businesses where they're really struggling. And and I'm like, I can't even help you because you're not willing to make these simple changes. Um, From your perspective, do you think uh, the economy is healthy for small businesses right now? I mean, people spending, do you see like the consumer? Oh, I I read this article about... um, uh, that Buffalo Wild Wings when they go because uh, they're doing pretty poorly actually they're not doing well and um, She's I'm not that surprised well, they're expanding yeah. so yeah. fast yeah so, so it's like uh, them uh, H&M all that but you know it's it's uh, and they go oh it's because the millennial doesn't go out and eat anymore you know out to eat anymore yeah, and, uh, and uh, or you know and, and actually it's it's I see millennials at uh, underbelly all the time I see yeah. people at, we eat yeah. out more yeah, than yeah. I think the average I, exactly yeah. right and, yeah. I, and I think what it is is what is the intention that you're bringing to the table what is the experience that you're bringing to the table and i think that is the real issue so i actually think uh when i hear people say that uh uh, things are closing you know blah blah all that stuff i you know it's like um that cotton on store i think it was a great idea in the beginning and now if they're like oh yeah we're really struggling because it's it's actually because your clothes don't look that great and you know you're making them so cheap and nobody wants to buy notebooks anymore you know it's like you know there's just you know there's just that mentality they didn't evolve they didn't evolve (laughs) i really thought urban outfitters was going to fail i really thought Urban Outfitters was not going to be able to pivot. They're so hip now. And they pivoted so hard. And they're such a great lesson in being able to um, recognize um, where the trends are going. And their home stuff, and their too, home is stuff. doing really oh well. God, it's great. And yeah. um, and so I just think that people just need to, uh, you know, be aware of that. But I think the market otherwise is great. You know, I'm growing salons. You know, I'm growing gyms. You know, we're, uh, we uh, signed a lease uh, for UTC. You know, so it's like, you know, this is happening and, and, and we're doing just fine. You know, I, I think that the real issue is the quality that's out there yeah Yeah, because i mean i i look at like a best buy that probably should have been under you know because you can buy all the stuff online but then they you know they just got smart they got the magnolia or whatever and Mm -hmm. then they've got pacific Pacific sales and then they really did well online i mean i know they probably shift to a new ceo or whatever but i feel like some of these big companies they are making shifts now toys r us oh my i was just gonna say toys r us they're Uh, starting to come back in with a new i predicted toys r us i I predicted it i predicted that a they were gonna uh go into bankruptcy which i'm sure everybody did i said to shannon literally four years ago i said that their square footage is too big they need to uh, bring down their cost per square foot similar to like a Trader Joe's model, whatever yep. else. And you get into high traffic areas. And so what do they do? They've now launched in the Galleria in Houston yeah. and in New Jersey. We and still need yeah. toys. Yeah, Where yeah, the heck do toys. you go for toys? Geppetto's is doing just fine. If you yeah. guys go to Geppetto's, there's 10 Geppetto's. people in all It's a grab and go. Yeah. Meaning like, oh shit, I got to I gotta get my, you know, I got to- Birthday gift, no, whatever. I, I can't go. Yeah. I can't get on Amazon. Yeah. I, it's too late. Yeah. I just got to go. I got to overpay yeah. now. No problem. Yeah. And honestly, we'll Geppetto's is crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, but you know what it is, is you go in there, you know, they're a San Diego, um, uh, Geppetto's in oh, fashion. Okay. They have in Coronado, all these, but, uh, Geppetto's is a family owned business from San Diego. Uh, oh, and, shit. um, they're just full of intention. They give you free gift wrapping when you go in there. So it's again, like, what are you doing to make uh, the intention there to be a, a, a thriving business? And I will tell you, uh, we are doing just fine. And I think it's because we just have intention in everything we do. And that's a really good point you make though, because 
people will say and it, honestly if you drive around san diego you see a hair salon sometimes multiple on yeah. any given block like two or three salons and I'll see them come and I'll see them go. Yeah. Um, and like you said, I think it's just about the intention and the experience. Uh, if, if people are talking about millennials not shopping or not eating out anymore, no, we want an experience. That's exactly what. Like, or we your marketplace doesn't need it. He's saying accessible, inclusive. Yo, that's another thing that's a big thing for us is, you know, we say um, great hair for all uh, uh, and everyone is trained and part of that intensive program I'm talking about to be able to cut uh, Asian hair, uh, African-American hair. You know, it's, you know, we're we're trained so that it, it, everyone has the full experience and that we're open to everyone. And uh, if somebody has uh, super curly hair, thick hair, any of that sort of stuff, we cover all of those bases. So everyone knows the training. Same thing uh, with the gym. You know, we know uh, what do we do if uh, somebody comes in and they're 300 pounds and they're you know, it's funny when people call uh they go oh i'm you know i'm 300 pounds i'm really scared to come in but i heard about you guys through a friend blah blah and we go you take it as easy as you need to go we're going to be right there with you we're going to get you through it and then you have the guy who's a navy seal getting ready for training this literally happens all the time for us we get navy seals all the time oh, and yeah yeah and it's and they uh come in and they go oh this is the best workout for me blah blah you know it's just it's it's you just have to have the intention to help everybody on their path and, and everybody's welcome yeah you know the example I love using is, um, I said, you know, you'll know what I'm talking about yeah. is we used to go into movies and we used to bitch about a $5 soda and a $5 popcorn, but now we go to the lot and spend $150 yeah. and nobody walks away and goes, what? A, what? You don't, yeah. you don't cause the experience it's experience. People go, you're right. Like my parents used to complain. Like we used to sneak food in mm -hmm. because it, why are we paying $5 a soda? Yeah. Because it really wasn't a good experience. We yeah. send crappy, like somebody said, crappy, non nasty seats, people talking behind you. You're trying to watch a movie. It was, I get the experience, but now the experience is like completely different, right? Yeah. Like and and, we'll spend the money. And, it, and there's a thing that's happening now where they're not doing the thing where it's a, you know, like we love Lulu. We shop at, uh, uh, Lulu all the time, yeah. Lululemon. And, um, uh, but we, we can't, you know, we're not going to do Louis Vuitton. Sorry. We're, we don't yeah. have that. We honestly, we just don't even have that kind of money. I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're, everything we put into is going back into our house. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get into properties now. I'll talk to you guys later about that, but you know, it's, you know, I'm, you know, it's, and it's just this whole growth. And I just realized now it's like, but Lulu, they charge, you know, uh, $200 for a pair of pants, but I will buy those because they last longer. They look good. They're more utilitarian. You know, it's like, it's a whole experience. So I just think that there's this market that's coming out now where it's like, okay, like, you know, where are the thousandaires and how can you reach the thousandaire? And, yeah. you know, and I think that's a really interesting thing. Yeah. It's, uh, it is interesting because Crystal's always like with stuff is I, you know, I think with clothes, like I said, shop at Scotch and Soda because their quality is yeah. good. I know what I'm getting. And with Lululemon, I mean, I wear this stuff every day, but I'm like, this shit lasts. I used to wear like t-shirts and this. She goes, what are you doing? That's not meant to built to do this. Yeah. And they'd get ruined yeah. so fast. And now, I mean, I wear the same stuff and I'm like, you're right. You'll pay a hundred dollars, but the thing can last for five years. I mean, I think this shirt is possibly two years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it looks, yeah, it looks brand, brand new. new. Yeah, yeah. Brand new. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. I think they're. Air dry all your clothes also. That's my other tip. No, it's okay. <laughs> I don't dry anything. Yeah. I think I like, anything either. Either. and I yeah. think too, like the UTC model is really smart. You know, we're talking about a mall here is, you know, you bring in all these cool restaurants and then you get the consumer there by eating food and then they're going to walk around and then you got to hook them. Like, cause I look at UTC, it's like, 
that mall is insane. You know, yeah. you it's, can't scam people. I think that's the yeah. other thing I figured out is that nobody is uh, scammable. So you know, it's like so you uh, have to have a good product. You know, you you know the reality is is that people want to uh, know that they're coming into the best workout that they can go into. They want to know that they're going to get the best facial that they can get for their. You know, it's you know, all of these things. You know, we're we're not. You cannot get away with uh, having a cheap shirt now. You know, and, and maybe at first we were all like, wow, this is a really cool idea. We can get a whole outfit for you know thirty bucks. That's exciting. That's going away. I think because we're all realizing that it's going to fall apart. That you know the food. You know it's. Um, I remember when Chili's was great. Do you guys remember back in the day Ugh. when it was like uh, she loves Chili's. I used to. I used to love. Chili's. We went to one awesome in the airport Blossom and it was so it? disgusting. It was so. Oh, I, uh, we went to one for one of our first dates. It was the last time we ever went to one. I, I wooed him with Chili's. Yeah, and, awesome, um, awesome. And it was it was so bad. But I remember back, you know, and of course, you know, the reason why is they keep on cutting the corners. They have to. They're trying to show a profit, whatever else. And now everything's microwaved or whatever they're doing. But I'm also like, yeah. it's about. I mean, first off, you need to evolve because nobody wants to eat crap food yeah. anymore. Yeah. So if you would elevate the food and rebrand yourself yes. then you could make a comeback because there are a handful of restaurants there's we we eat islands like a decent amount uh we also are we your soulmates yeah, yeah. I think is so. this happening yeah. <laughs> yeah i think this is happening i think but i'm like yeah. don't they do pretty well like I, islands does no well. it's, it's, islands that's is what the we middle said. is the middle ground version yeah. you know it's it's that's not great but it's but it's also but that's what we said why i want that so, moment and the yeah. design is like yeah. poor like yeah. it's nothing trendy or cool but we'll go there walk in, but it's yeah. like but relatively Diego, healthy. It's the beach vibe. Yeah. It's relatively healthy. The price tortillas. points, right? Yeah, good tortilla soup, though. The tortilla is, soup yeah. is the best. Oh, I'll yes. have to try it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really oh, it's good. actually really yeah. good. Yeah. We've been cooking at home more, honestly. We have uh, to, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. We we're spending so much money eating out and it's just now we're like, oh my God, like we actually, we're getting into that mode, which I don't know, I think everybody gets to where when you first start making money, I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to go crazy. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. going gonna to do stuff I never did before, you know, like all that. And then now all of a sudden we're in that mode where we're like, oh, we really want to hold on to our money. We really want to see this money grow for us. And so now we realize make it work. Oh you my God. Beat the, like, that's what I say. Like yeah. we have our work and I'm like, that thing's like a, a horse it's like yeah. a workhorse like yeah and well, then it, gets, I don't know. it gets a very you see the return it gets very addictive especially yes. in the multifamily thing because yeah. you get cash flow and then you don't pay tax because depreciation all this that's the big kicker and then you guys want oh, yeah. you have am, then you have appreciation so yeah. you're getting this whole thing and then you're like wait a minute and that's why crystal and i are like she's like well, we spend money on something like yeah but we could put it over here that's yeah. that, that's that's an addiction you know because but longevity, if you build that up, it's there forever. Right? Yeah. And then once you get to a certain point, it's almost like you will never be able to spend that. Like, I don't know about you. There's yeah. a thing that once there's a certain amount in the bank, you're like, I don't want to ever see it go below that number. So yeah. yes. we're staying there. So yeah. it's all of a sudden we're like, like, we'll literally, we were like, we're not going to a movie, whatever. It was so funny. We were being so impractical at one point <laughs> because we were just, we're like, we're not going to go below this number because it was so exciting and it was only a, a dollar away from that number. But we were like, we're not leaving that number. Yeah. It's funny because... Yeah. Uh, we look at that, but then also since we work with people who own a lot of real estate, the one thing yeah. that we've seen consistently is that you get to a certain level, like we have goals of like how much cash flow we want to make from our yeah. real estate. The cool thing about that cash flow is then you can spend that money because guess what? You could spend every dollar, but next month it comes again. Yeah, that's great. It comes again. Yeah. It comes again. So that's why we're so focused on doing everything to build up cash flow. It's a great, so exciting. then at that point, if you want to, be like if you want to go to Louis Vuitton and buy yeah. that thing, yeah. you buy it because it's coming again next month. Yeah, I <laughs> like know? that. I mean, that's the thing. So for us, it's really simple. Like I've set, like we were saying, goals is like 
I say 100 units because I know what 100 units makes. Mm-hmm. So I just tell people this. I go, look, it's pretty simple for me. We're really close. Like, what does 100 units make? Probably, uh, I'd say probably $400,000 wow. a year. That's crazy. So, yeah. so, so I just say I get to 100 units. Yeah. And then basically, I basically am done as far as like, cool, I go, cool, buy a house. And I have my whole lifestyle, if I want to spend piss away 20000 a month, yeah. I don't care because it's paid for every month. Yeah. So everything we do here and work, I just keep going to build. Good. And once you get to 100, it's easy to get to 200, 204 yeah. because well, of the Well, then you can grow more yeah. organically. Then you don't have to bring as much you have, of your own cash more capital to the and things like yeah. that. You know, it's funny. My goal is 100 uh, brick and mortar businesses. So it's funny yeah, that yeah. you say that. But that's literally, I have a list on my phone I could show you. But it literally says 100 projects. And it's basically, I count every time I add another project on. And my goal is to hit 100. So that's yeah, awesome. the same thing. We do have yeah. a lot of like, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. You know, it's funny in multifamily housing because I used to do uh, all the marketing yeah. for it. And it was, I, when I first went, in they were like 50 percent capacity right they were like like how do we bring clients in you know all the stuff so i got them to a hundred percent and uh which they were like amazed because they were just getting all these leads it was really yeah. exciting and then what they did was they they were like cool and they raised all the rent on this on these these units right and then it dropped down and they just were like yeah we're cool we're so they they always kept it at 90 percent capacity you don't want to be 100 percent. you never want to be 100 percent. that so, means you're under rented yeah and so they, yeah. so basically uh so that I learned that and I was blown away and I was like, Oh my God, that's so crazy. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. So it's in San Diego, 90% tough to do because you're just going to get higher than that. Yeah. But like if, you, if you have like, yeah. when you, but also you're doing luxury. So luxury is different. When you see 90. the nice luxury, I'm not talking the high rise. I'm talking the stuff that's built mission Valley yeah. here. They're running at 85, 90 people. Like that's crazy. You're like, no, it isn't no. because it's already built in their model. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. Yeah. Because if they're not, somebody's like, uh, we need to jack the rents because yeah. you, this is, yeah, that's just how it is. Yeah. But it's funny. You kind of know that. Yeah. You yeah. learn all these little things. You know, we get some like small owners that will be like, all my properties are a hundred percent occupied and we have a waiting list to get in. I'm like, yeah, your rents are way too low. Yeah. Then. yeah. So it's a funny thing you yeah. said about business. I was laughing. And they're like, so proud of it. No, yeah. people like, don't listen. You come in and do this yeah. and the same thing with us. Well, can you imagine you telling someone, Oh, actually you need to raise your rent and be at 90%. I mean, can you imagine that advice? I mean, and yeah. they're going, there's no way. And they can't even conceptualize it because they don't have their 10,000 hours and knowing that what does this actually mean is that you have 90 other units, let's just say that are making now three or four, you know, extra a hundred bucks a month, you know? Right. And, but that's where the benefit comes for people like us to buy those units because uh, I mean, we listen to Grant Cardone and some other people too, but we see it all the time is like a lot of these owners are, they've owned these properties forever. Mm -hmm. So they don't need the money. Like we're looking at it going, okay, you got to raise the rents. You're way too low. You got to do this. And they're like, they've owned it for 15 years. They've already probably pulled their money back out with a refi. This is all, it's all free. It's like a joke. You know, they're like, I don't want to work harder to make a few bucks. Like I wish. I'm yeah, let's get there. Let's, let's all do right. it together. No, um, yeah, we know, we know, we know, <laughs> plenty of the, hands. we know plenty of the owners like that here. Yeah. You know, they're just like, you meet, you're like, you're below. They're like, yeah, 1500 units. I'm not, yeah. it's, it's, I can't even spend the money I make yeah. every freaking, you know, it's like, it's so they don't, so they're, I get it. You get to a certain level and they're like, look, you don't want to work that hard anymore. Yeah. So you're like, cool. I'm good at, I could be at, the, you know, 1500. I'm going to be at 12 because I want to enjoy my life. Yeah. 
Like what's three hundred dollars more? I don't really need it. You know, it's yeah. crazy, but you get to a certain different level. You have different conversations. I'd equate that with uh, people will come to me and they'll be in a whatever situation, and I'm like, uh, you know, I actually it just I just know it would be so much work and so much coaching and mentorship that I'm like, I don't even know if I can emotionally take it on. Even though they're a great person, whatever else, I'm like, uh, I'm actually kind of set right now. Even though I want to get that hundred, I don't know if that is somebody I, I want to take on. So but it's also that's smart. I think yeah. like. When you first start in business, you take on every client that you can. I always tell everybody that. I say, uh, I remember when I first started, I had no uh, small business clients. So when the recession hit, um, I had, um, I just started getting into multifamily. It took a huge hit. And I had McDonald's. McDonald's used to have a, the franchises, um, they had a, a crazy paid thing a net. It was like a net 180 or something crazy like that. So literally oh, did all this work. Yeah. It wasn't getting paid for 180 days. Recession <laughs> hits, have all this team lose a bunch of clients that were my cash flow. It was just, it was insane. And so I basically had to like figure out and how to recover from that. And I realized that that was by having a small client and I started to, you know, taking on the smaller clients. I'll tell you the small clients always paid on time, never had any issues. Because really we insane. know. So we you built, it. did you build back up through with smaller clients or? Yeah. So I always kind of look at it as like your, it's your, your pyramid of foundation. And, you know, it's like basically having the, um, you know, the 10 small clients, five medium clients, you know, top client. And so I just tried to match and make sure that I always had that sort of level. Now, I mean, we have uh, like, you know, a few clients left in that whole group. And then otherwise everything's an investment. But you do have to be selective with your time. I think I learned that too, by saying yes to everybody. Then after a while you're like, okay, the person who's making me the least amount of money is actually costing me the most Mm time. And at some point you do have to have some quality of life and be able to think about your own stuff too. Cause I always tell Kenny is like, nobody's going to think everybody wants you to do, do, do for them, but they're also out there making sure that they're taking care of themselves. Yeah. So we also have to take care of ourselves yeah. too, at some point. Are you guys feeling effervescent about 2020? I know it sounds kind of funny, but I felt like I wasn't going to make it to 20. I don't know. Like, it's almost like I had no expectation past 2020. And now that I'm in 2020, like life just feels easier. I don't, I know it sounds weird, but like I have no expectations. I have no, like whatever. I literally just am like glad to even be here. So now it's like funny. I've been getting some messages from people asking for whatever and I'm just like oh man I'm just glad to even be here I don't even know if I can have the time to I it's just I'm just glad to even make like, it let me enjoy this yeah let me just longer. get yeah, let me just be in this space so it's just so funny uh yes I do feel that way a little bit um Kenny's a good pusher yeah so I like I could coast a little bit yeah and he's definitely more of the type that's like we gotta keep good for pushing. You. Good for you. So yeah. I get that. He's like him. that with me. Yeah. yeah. He forces it's, me. To... It's good to have that in a relationship. Yes. I feel like I'm definitely the one who makes him calm down some, mm-hmm. and he's the one who kind of like pushes me yeah. along. I'm like your guys' love child. I, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm very, <laughs> no, uh, I'm very uh, crazy and always coming up with an idea or whatever. It's but awesome. then at the same time, I'm you know I'm also like. You know, I, I'm chill as can be sometimes. It's like too much. Yeah. I was actually just going to ask you to as I So your goal is to get to a hundred brick and mortar uh, businesses. But what other goals do you have? Like what other goals do you have? For the group or personally? Oh my God. Personally, we're starting to go through um, adoption classes and all that to adopt. Uh, so we want to do that. Cool. And then um, honestly, that's pretty much it. You know, it's like, we just want to, we're just really, uh, you got a new, you got a new pad. So that's oh, exciting. got a new pad, bought a place. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. And um, our first, you know, real estate renter, you know, that uh, we're not making any money on the property because the mortgage is so high, but we'll get there with refinancing down the road right mm-hmm. uh i'll ask you guys about that later um and then uh i think just really 
just kind of, t- I mean, I, I honestly, there, I just, am, I really want to just continue to grow. I just want to, I, I'm really excited about business and I just want to continue to see all of them flourish. Renegade is, I think we have three locations in the pipeline. We have a lease in Pacific beach and here in San Diego, um, UTC, we have another one that we're trying to work on. So we have a lot of stuff going on with that yoga box, working on our third location, which is under a year, uh, f- uh growing faster than core power yoga. Um, so, you know, it's, it's like, we, we just, I, there's just a lot, I mean, I think this last uh, year, I did 13 projects this year. I think I'm going to do about uh, 20 to 30. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that'll keep you busy. I hope so. No, (laughs) (laughs) I think 2020 is um, always, I think a lot of people are saying either the new decade or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people are looking back 10 years. Yeah. And so when we met, we were like, we met um, when the recession. Wow. 2009. Yeah. Yeah. So our story is kind of on the podcast. So we've, you know, had nothing and came right. out of a hole. You looked behind a veterinary clinic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great yeah. memory. Yeah. 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 No. So we came out of a hole and yeah. we did that. Just basically work hard and just yeah. keep going, going, going. Isn't and it funny how it feels like ten years is not that long of a time, but what you've accomplished is actually so extraordinary. You know, what I mean, from 2009 to now 2020, what you've done is so crazy. I mean, it's pretty cool. Well, it's kind of wild too because I, when I'm telling people if I talk about something that happened in the past, a lot of times I'll be like oh it was like five years ago maybe seven eight and i'm like no that was before i met kenny yeah so, oh shit it's yeah. like 15 years yeah ago. like I, 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 mine is how cool i used to be yeah. yeah so it's like i'm like yeah i used to go you know i've been to coachella five times and then yeah. i'm realizing now that that's further and further yeah. away and i'm like and so now when i tell the story i'm, I'm like it's cute man yeah. Yeah. i'm like i should yeah. stop talking about that i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll call me out on it sometimes he's like uh wasn't that like a while ago I'm like, yeah oh yeah i'm like and then and then i think yeah it's We've been together for about four and a half years now, I think. Cool. And like you guys that. just celebrated your one year anniversary, right? Yeah, I got, yeah we uh, got married. Um, it was kind of a funny story. We went down to the courthouse and we were like, um, we're just going to get our paper and then elope to uh, Hawaii. And the guy was wearing a Lady Gaga shirt and uh, he goes, um, if you want to get married right now, we'll do it. And I was like, oh, OK, well, we'll and we looked at each other. And we're like, sure. So this guy in a Lady Gaga shirt married us. That's <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. He was our officiant. And so we just went with it. Yeah. So one year of wedding bliss. We that- went down to the courthouse to um, first before we got married because to avoid capital gains. So yeah. Crystal's like, I'm not going to do it. I said, cool, here's the tax you're going to pay. She goes, cool, when are we going? Yeah. I said, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So romantic. So, yeah, very yeah. romantic. <laughs> you know, we, uh, we, 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 it was funny. We opened Yoga Box with the money. So we were going to have a wedding and um, we, uh, cause you know, I, I'm sure you guys are, I don't know how you guys are, but like I'm constantly reinvesting. I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's yeah. like, so there's, I mean, it's literally like, sometimes I look at people, I'm like, how do you even have money? You know, just like, cause I, I'm just constantly just, uh, you know, if uh, cool, I did 10 projects this year. They had a great return next year. I'm doing 20, you know, it's, it's, it's just, that's where my people, brain goes. Uh, live in debt. Yeah, exactly. We feel yeah. broke. Like, yeah. I don't, well, maybe Kenny doesn't, but I always feel broke. Yeah. And it's more because we constantly have money going into projects. Yeah. And like we've, we and never touch ever. We've never, ever touched principal or cash flow. Oh, well, we that's don't. amazing. No. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's just it's always reinvested. If it's like, it's, yeah. we never go, let's go buy some. St- we it, literally, if yeah. we did, somebody be like, did you guys get hit in the head or something? Our thing was the house, which was probably, you know, I mean, we, we did that, uh, with the house and we were like, okay, we're going to start cooking at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But, it, but it was just, it's, it's funny though, because you know, even when 
I, I was at the, t- I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm at a great place in my life, honestly, compared to what I hear from a lot of people. And even when that was just such an undertaking, so we all know what it takes to you put 20% down and uh, yeah. I won't even tell you all that, but it was just, it, and so it's just so interesting to, um, and that's a big uh, chunk yeah. of change to set aside. It's a yeah, big it was a big commitment. And, yeah. and then, you know, and then along with that, trying to do projects and not just get anyways, but it, it's been pretty, I don't know what we were talking about. What were we talking well, about? it does make a lot of sense though, that you guys are adopting or looking yeah. into adoption. It's you cheaper. Do want to have a home. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, not going to have like a surrogate or something. We, I really, you know, I'm adopted actually. And oh, cool. I wanted to, uh, um, just do the same. I, I think that I've carried, uh, uh, my one great piece of baggage I've always carried is I've always wanted everyone around me to get the chance that I didn't get in, in a lot of things, because I just remember being younger and going, if somebody would just give me a chance, if somebody would just give me a chance, if I, I don't know if you guys ever yeah. had those moments where I literally, I would just, it was burned in my brain. If someone just gave me the opportunity, I promise I wouldn't fail them. And, uh, and so when I first got my very first opportunity, uh, uh getting a job and all those things, I took it so seriously and I gave it a hundred percent that I just want to do that same thing for somebody else. Did you feel That's like awesome. you had to prove yourself more than everybody else? Uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I know. And I think part of that is being a gay man in business. You know, I think that, um, you know, I always say that I kind of feel like we have, uh, it's probably the same thing, honestly, as being a woman in business, but, uh, the, the gay experience is you have to, uh, come out and then you have to deal with the repercussions of coming out. You know, you have to find your identity. You have to, you know, so all of a sudden it took me seven or eight years to just even be comfortable in my own skin, let just alone to just to be myself, just, just, just that one thing. Yeah. And so I, I, in a lot of ways felt even seven years behind, uh, my straight counterpart who, you know, is, is lucky to, you know, not get made fun of in school or not have any of those experiences. So it's just very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that I've had to work much harder to get, earn my place at the table. And trust me, I've been in a lot of rooms of a lot of big corporations that will one day be in a book of people saying really crazy stuff about, uh, you know, uh, different ethnicities, women, you know, uh, you know, gay, you know, all that stuff. So. I've, uh, yeah. witnessed some things as well, like even in our business. And I mean, I've had a lot of like situations since I've been self-employed too, even when I was younger, like just even with like sexual harassment oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I literally had a guy tell me like, well, I can, you know, I can say what I want because I'm not technically your employee. Like you there can't you sue go. me, Yeah, you know? And you're like, what do I do right now in yeah. this situation? So you do have to deal with a lot of those things. And there's a lot of that hap- that happens in the workplace. And it's still surprising to me that that stuff still exists. Honestly, I, you know, it seems it's so old school and like yeah. old thinking. To yeah. Me, but you got to remember there's but, a lot of people that are stuck in old school yeah. and old mm-hmm. thinking. That's the problem. Yeah. I also think it's just, uh, you know, what do you do when you're in a power position and it's, and you have to make decisions that are, you know, you have to really check your, uh, conscious and mm-hmm. you have to make, and it's even you guys, you know, how do you treat your employees? How do you treat your team? You know, I look at everybody as a coworker and like a teammate rather than me saying that I'm just a boss of somebody. I look at everything as a partnership. So, you know, I, you know, uh, when Shannon and I met, it's like, I look at, uh, you know, we're equals coming to a table so it's, I just think it's very important to have that all the time I feel like and I work yeah. for them too yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah I work honestly for them. Like I if, I, if I'm not producing yeah. they're they're out they're Amen. screwed that's Amen. not that's not cool yeah, yeah. so we kind of take that like we work for them I never think like oh they're you know never yeah we've never we've never been like that like 
we're just always like with the property management, we're like, if there's, we'll do anything. Like people know mm-hmm. I'll go on the property. I mean, we had a, we bought a 30 unit. I mean, she killed me and it had this massive hill. I was spent five weekends in a row with all the, I mean, I show up with seven, you know, guys and we're over there transplanting 500 succulents from my friend's house to there. And people are like, and I did this whole hill and people came to landscape was like, you did all this. Like wow. you're crazy to save money. But the point is, is the guys are there like, why is this guy here? It's just because, you know, Crystal's like after five weekends, like, okay, yeah, you, you got to stop. Just, yeah, yeah, you got to say But it's like, you do have a kid, but, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but like you said, is I think when people see that, I want them to see that. Like this, just because I own this or whatever, that doesn't get to my head. Because I never tell, we never tell anybody we own the property that's yeah. on there. Like yeah. I'm just with the manager. Yeah. Tenant comes out, I'm a manager. I don't yeah. even know who the owner is. He's I, an asshole. I, I, did you ever have the, like for a while I used to be like, oh, please ask me about my, uh, my businesses. Please ask me about well, who I am. Proud. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. so proud. And now yeah. I um, live in a place where I'm like, oh, I, I don't even want to talk. I want to learn more about the other person. I just want to, I'm so excited about learning about what other people are up to. Yeah. So it's just so interesting how that can change with age and time and, yeah. and all that. And I think too, like to go back to your thing about like where we're at, I think, you know, you're probably at a place in your life with us is where you're not, like you said, you're, you kind of figure out who you are mm-hmm. and where you're going and you have a lot of great things going on. And, um, the other thing is, is, you know, I always tell people the economy has been really good. Yeah. And if you've, and I tell people, you can look back 10 years for some people it hasn't been good. Mm-hmm. They decided to give up, not no. work hard. They made a lot of bad decisions and continued instead of pivot and make change. And they could have done really well the last 10 years. And I think moving forward the next 10 years or five years, whatever you look out, like you're, everybody's going to have the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, if Amen. the, if the economy goes bad, it's like, okay, bad. But it's like, yeah. we always look at like, where can we, sh- where yeah. can we thrive in this? Yeah. How will you pivot? How will you deal with adversity? How will you deal? I mean, we all have the same opportunity, you know, and chance to earn our place at the table. Yeah. yeah and there's still, um, and there's still people shopping and buying and spending. It's yeah. like, where do you get their attention? You know? Yeah, the same exactly. Thing. No, so, really cool. And in real estate, that's what we saw. I mean, in the yeah. downturn, they were making a heck of a lot more money yeah. than they're making today. Yeah. I mean, oh, investors? Most, yeah, most real estate investors like want that to happen. Again. I mean, oh, we, yeah. we knew, yeah. we personally know the guys when there was three people yeah. at the courthouse. It's great steps. to be at the top when you can, you know. Uh, yes. Oh, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, 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 yeah. this is where you learn. It's not even about money. Yeah. It's when you go through these, the, the master's degree that we, yeah. like you said, you got yeah. a master's from learning, yeah. like the master's degree that we got from property management and all this stuff. Like when you go through another downturn, even if I had $20 million, if I was an idiot, it doesn't mean I'm going to make it. Like, it's like, you know, so much more stuff now. Like even you with businesses, you're like, when the downturn comes, you're like, man, if we have capital or I know people that can raise it because they know I'm a good, I know how to run it in this. Like, that's not I said, but what if you have money? They're like, Kenny, you don't need money. What do you mean? They're like, there's somebody else that would have money yeah. and have me. They're going to be like, I don't have time, but I have a ton of money and you know yeah. what you're doing. Here's the money. Go buy a bunch of real estate and do what you do. Yeah. Cause I know what you know. Just like, let's yeah. go buy businesses that are yeah. for pennies on the dollar that yeah. need to get out. Yeah. And that's another model. Like it's, that is, I honestly, that is a model. I mean, it's like literally how I've, I mean, I, I will tell you, uh, 
and it, and again, you you know, I I do it because I know I can help someone, but I I usually don't even have to put up much capital anymore to end up helping somebody. So it's really maybe me covering a payroll or me whatever, but I'm basically taking on a business. It's, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it's what equity. And now you have that confidence yeah. that you can turn the business. Yeah, around. but of course I would yeah, never okay. do that to someone who if I couldn't help them. You know, I mean, right. I think you know that's uh, and you know, and there's people I can't help, and it's and I, and I've learned that the hard way also. So I, I definitely I'm I mean again, you can look at my resume and go, oh my god, this is amazing, but there's also been some uh, bumps on that road. Yeah. 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 Um, well, thanks for coming in. Oh my God. This is fun. You guys, we can probably yeah. keep chatting what forever. A pleasure. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, I didn't, it's funny because I, uh, I knew about what they said and sometimes we have people come in and then like, I just don't know. I don't like, you didn't meet them. I go, no, this is the yeah. fun part about it. Yeah. Um, so I'm totally glad you took the time to come in cause I know yeah. you're busy and, um, I'm sorry that we don't live in Savita anymore. I know. I was, you know, I was actually like, I was like, oh my God, we're all going to go on a walk around that. (laughs) We do. I'm always around there. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, and uh, they're so close. And then they will be like, so cool. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just moved on the 20th. I was one of the few that was in the gym at like four to four 30 in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. It is getting busier. I go, uh, Oh, I'm not sure I'm going to say, but I go at a certain time. (laughs) I just feel like I'm always worried now. I, you know, I had a situation where I had to take my phone number out of all my stuff because people were uh, starting to like harass me and stuff. It's pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So wow. No. Um, Anyways, that, two on qu- that note, no, yeah. two, two, two <laughs> questions. Um, where do people? Where can people find you? Whatever, if they want to learn more about your businesses or anything. Yeah. So uh, on Instagram, I'm Billy Canoe C A N as in Nancy U. So Billy Canoe, and then I'm canoegroup.com or billycanoe.com goes to the same place. And uh, if anyone's out there and they need uh, any sort of support guidance all that stuff i'm in an open book and i love to at least have the conversation awesome and yeah. then last question is is what's the probably biggest nugget or thing you've learned in 16 years of doing all the stuff that you probably can leave us with i think uh consistency and capitalizing on your 10,000 hours so i think that uh is it malcolm gladwell 10,000 hours you guys familiar yes. with that okay cool yeah but uh i've i've learned about being consistent and being consistent is like so powerful and then uh constantly sort of growing so if my 10,000 hours is in uh, marketing now my 10,000 hours is learning accounting then my 10,000 hours is learning and i just kind of constantly try chip to get it. yeah chip away so i i just push myself to continue to learn yeah. awesome Huh? Leave it at that. Thanks Thank you, guys. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.